Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and I am joined for this momentous occasion. We finally saved the podcast. Uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts. Guy English is here. I don't think we could have saved it at a better time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. It was right down to the wire there. John Moltz is also here. Hi, John. Uh, I'm a little concerned because there's a guy standing behind me in some sort of like metal outfit with a cape, and he's got a really weird haircut. You know, I think it's probably fine. I don't think it's that big a deal. Probably okay. not an issue. Right. He said right? something about right? something about saving all 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 the uh, multiverse. But um, I told him he yeah, had to wait. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that's cool. I told you to stop making. Yeah, stop making deals when you're drunk, dude. That's, <laughs> that's the only out. time I can make them. <laughs> the rest of the times are non-binding. Remember when you became a famous blues player down at the crossroads? <laughs> You gotta stop doing this. Was that which season was that? <laughs> I'm gonna uh, guess that's supernatural. It's also oh, no, but they've had they've thing. had that exact setup. Uh, I'm setup. sure they have had that setup. I'm although, sure. wait, didn't they do they did that on Legends episode too with the guitar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Famous right. legend, right? right. But it's, yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah. Robert Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is our blues cast. Uh, all right, we <laughs> are actually here to talk about. The f- Time Traveling Dad, season three. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to come back to bite me, and I would have forgotten all about it. Uh, oh, man. What a great show that oh, was. Yeah, it was really It good. was wonderful. Yeah, I wish yeah. it lasted more than six episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're like, I like that I said season three, and you're like, there's six episodes. <laughs> yeah. There was two episodes a season. Time <laughs> Travel Guy. It was a British show. It was a British it show. It was a British show. <laughs> it was two episodes a season, and that's what really sort of make it hard to take off. It's that's really right. hard to get into. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we are not here to talk about Time Traveling Dad, except incidentally. We are here, however, to talk about the finale to season seven of Arrow, episode 22, entitled You Have Saved this city which is a uh an interesting uh counterpart to i believe uh was we actually episode one is not called you have failed the city um called pilot it's just called pilot but i feel like if it had mm-hmm. a title it probably right. would have been that yeah right. um interestingly enough that was never the title of an episode apparently within seven seasons so hmm. they really missed well, one there <laughs> next year last last episode of next, next year, year in star city Next season. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, we are here to discuss the season seven finale, and it is a it's a big episode, I think. So we've got a lot to do. We're gonna dive in. We've also got some stuff to talk about at the end of the episode. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned all the way through for some some news. Yeah, this actual episode had a lot of stuff to talk about after their episode too. Yeah, that is also <laughs> true. That is yeah. yeah. So oh. there's a lot going on there. Very um, meta. All right, so I have elected to do the recap this week, and here we go. The uh, We pick up basically segueing right out of the previously package to where we left our heroes last week on the roof of, C- of SCPD with a helicopter and a bunch of uh, cops rush in and basically tell them to, to give up. Um, there are, you know, they're all pissed off because there are arrows and dead cops downstairs. And even though Oliver tells him to talk to our good friend, Sergeant, uh, Biff Bingsley, uh, Sergeant Bingsley is unconscious in an ambulance. No. Uh, so instead they're all under arrest. 
Uh, Ollie shoots uh, in an explosive arrow because Ollie doesn't react well to being arrested. Uh, and the whole team jumps off the building in unison because, of course, they all have ropes that they can swing down on, which is great. <laughs> I think if there was a sponsor this week, hypothetically, it would be a rope you could swing <laughs> off a building with. Not yet. They they did not bid high enough, but they were in the running. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. Um, so warrants are out for all of their arrests under their actual identities. Uh, the police are obviously kind of pissed off. Uh, Felicity is trying to figure out where Emiko has the rest of the gas, but a, uh, um, Emiko has figured out a way to block however Felicity was tracking them before. Fortunately, the team has called in some backup in the form of Curtis and Laurel, who show up. Uh, I would choose that. So the, this is where we sort of get, um, the, the flashbacks in this episode are much more intertwined than usual. That's with a little bit of a tip of the hat to, I think, the season two finale in particular which features yeah. these very intertwined flashbacks. Mm. So we have our yeah. Yeah, we have our our future plot coming to a head at the same time as our present plot. Um so I'm going to bounce back and forth. Uh in the future, everybody also gets arrested, uh but one of the robots hands Mia uh, a knife which she throws into another robot. Elena goes house on one of the robots, just beats the crap <laughs> out of it. Uh because apparently Archer's predictive algorithm knows their moves, except it does not know another robot apparently shooting them in the face. Uh, that, of course, turns out to be Connor. The lair is burned, but Mia knows someplace they can go to hide. Meanwhile, Renee and William are marched at gunpoint by a robot. Uh, and Renee explains that the plan is for the Zetas, the robots, to enforce martial law and basically kill everybody with a criminal record. Fortunately, Zoe are shows up and bails them out. Act, sorry, are they actually robots? They look some like of them things. are, and think, some of them yeah. aren't. <laughs> that was They've unclear. got that Stormtrooper thing going on where you can fit into their uniform, and yet... <laughs> whatever yeah there's there's a question about that because definitely some of them are people <laughs> are they and some bullets of them are robots. or are they not bullets <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. well the ones that kill robots are bullets but the ones that <laughs> hurt humans right. are actually just less lethal <laughs> it's totally fine this this episode is brought to you by sentient guns <laughs> back in the present that's that's how they solved that's how they solved the gun crisis <laughs> that's how they did it that is wonderful. I love that we've solved that. <laughs> we finally figured out several how. seasons That's what later. I, that was what was on that piece of paper that Oliver had everybody signed. <laughs> That's perfect. Sentient, sentient guns. Uh, back in the present, Oliver tells Felicity that he knows how to break the cycle of violence by helping Emiko redeem herself. Otherwise, it will never be safe for the family. Uh, the team finds out someone called it a ball a bomb threat. A ball threat. A ball threat. What's a ball threat? <laughs> Wait, oh man! If they called in a tennis ball threat, we well, have just the guy for that. <laughs> Sportsmaster. Uh, Sportsmaster only calls in ball threats. Sportsmaster. <laughs> We're getting He's all got a tennis today. racket. <laughs> yeah, I, he is, he is yeah. uniquely equipped to deal with ball threats. I love that we're just leaving all the jokes out on the court tonight. <laughs> that is where Sportsmaster also leaves his jokes. Um, so uh, the bomb threat, however, was, was placed by an untraceable number. Very suspicious. And they conclude that Emiko is trying to maximize the casualty count by basically getting everybody into that one small plaza that's in the middle of Star City. Curtis and Felicity manage to track the where the detonation is coming from. Um, they show up, uh, the team shows up at the scene. Dinah fights the cops so that they can try to evacuate the civilians. Uh, but the people also want the vigilantes to be locked up because they think they're at fault here. Fortunately, our good friend Ben Turner, a.k.a. Bronze Tiger, shows up and punches some random civilian in the face. Because <laughs> he's here to help. 
Well, because he's out on bail. Yeah, so well, definitely, that definitely, definitely punching people in the face is the way to go. Uh, yeah, that I think that's probably a parole violation. Mm, I, I I know that it is. Okay, all right, good. Uh, we have an expert. That's important. <laughs> Let's just not interrogate why John knows that. Let's just keep going. <laughs> so uh, the bombs are actually located in drones. And they get uh, start deploying gas and basically just killing people. Uh, Ollie can't shoot them down because that will basically make it worse. And he uh, gets told by Curtis that he needs to freeze them. Fortunately, he brought he brought his freezing arrows, so totally fine. Uh, I don't know how those arrows work, but they're awesome. I love it's, them. Well, I don't, I'm I'm cool with it. The Flash has all of that freezing t- tech, so fine. Yeah, yeah this could probably freeze like, lasers yeah. right off of you. What if she What if she said you had to punch them? <laughs> <laughs> boxing glove arrow <laughs> uh, does he have that though does he have that or does he have to he always has, has to it. make that from things that he finds yeah, around i guess i don't know anyways he's he needs to fashion it on the scene he manages yeah. to take out most of the drones but he's not fast enough because people have already been injured and of course our good friends the vigilantes are blamed for the attack uh, Oliver thinks, however, that it's not over. Emiko still got cards to play. Laurel backs him up because she's uh, Emiko's only used a fraction of the Cygnus, so the target is still a question. Curtis has devised some sort of freezing chamber to stop the drones. Uh, John mentions that uh, JJ is getting evacuated to an Argus safe house and adds Zoe and Ben's son, Connor, uh, to the mix as well. Uh, the team divides up and conquers the two sites that they have narrowed it down to, the Water Treatment Plant and the Convention Center. Uh, Curtis glibly suggests nobody die. In the future, <laughs> the team regroups at the bunker, uh, or sorry, at the uh, nightclub, Mia's nightclub hideout thing. Um, Felicity explains she put a back door in the system so it wouldn't find Mia. Her DNA is not on file, so they can use that as basically a way to upload a virus. There's only one place to do it. It's at the checkpoint into the glades. Uh, but everyone's too recognizable except me and William, so they have to go. In the present, Oliver uses Curtis's technology to stop Cygnus. They're trying to track back where the detonation's coming from. There are a bunch of new targets, but they're all wired to the same detonator, which is at Palmer Tech, a.k.a. Queen Consolidated. Uh, this is all part of tearing down the Queen family legacy. Uh, Virgil, uh, our Irish leprechaun friend. <laughs> Sorry, it's expensive, <laughs> but it's, he really does lay it on a bit. Dick. Racist. Uh, Tells Emiko the two sites are compromised. The Circle wants to blow up the remaining bombs now because the DIA is closing in. Sure, they're around somewhere. Uh, and there's sort of a tension between profit and chaos in the Ninth Circle. Everybody in the Ninth Circle is worried that Emiko is taking this just a little bit too personally. Uh, but yeah, all she just says is the city's going to burn and her family's to blame. So I don't know why they would think that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the team is in the server room at Queen Consolidated. Uh, and the relay for the detonator is nearby. Uh, Oliver gives Roy uh, an arrow that is going to take out the detonator and then goes off alone. In the future, Felicity is working on tech to help Mia and William. Renee and Dinah are worried. Felicity promised she would have the kids live normal lives, uh, and she is going to be watching over. Huh? Get it? Watching over yes. her kids. Eh? I did get it. Do you see what I did? It's quite the mom joke. <laughs> I got Felicity. it at the time, and I get it again now that you're saying it. Uh, Roy gives Mia, uh, presumably Ollie's bow and arrow. In uh, the present, Ollie fights ninjas. Dig, Roy, and Bronze Cyber also fight ninjas. Roy shoots the relay device. The rest of the ninjas get shot by Renee and the cops who have showed up. Uh, along with our good friend, Sergeant, Sergeant Biff Billings, Bingsley, who has come around and. <laughs> 
also come around. Yeah, um, yeah. He's conscious, like and him, he's it, on their t- yeah. their side. Yeah. Finally, I told him what you did. So whatever, just keep moving. Uh, it's fine. The relay has been disabled, which means all the remote bombs are down. But the one device in the building is still active, and of course, Oliver needs to confront Emiko. Emiko tries to detonate the bomb in the bil- detonate all the bombs, but the relay isn't working. Oliver gives her a second chance. Before it's too late. In the future, the team is going through the checkpoint. Mia basically goes through and uploads the virus, uh, then knocks out Dale, who shows up, but William points out that they haven't succeeded because Archer is just rebooting. Back in the present, Oliver wants to, wanted, admits that she, he wanted to kill Emiko for letting Robert die, uh, and because it started the cycle of violence. Um, and he sort of basically puts the death of Emiko's mother on, on her because uh, of the, her allegiance to the Ninth Circle. And he basically gives her an option to redeem herself or or kill him if she's going to do it. Uh, there are a bunch of Ninth Circle ninjas show up. And then Virgil and some other lady who we don't know immediately uh, basically Beatrice. says, yes, her name is Beatrice. But she says, if you're not going to kill him, we will gladly oblige. Back in the future, the Zeta, they have five minutes before the Zetas are back online. And they decide the only way to take down Archer is to destroy the wall between the Glades and Star City. Fortunately, each control tower is just lined with explosives, <laughs> which I guess is a thing you do. Right. And An they're all explained like, feature ad. <laughs> that was not in the release notes. Uh, it was yeah. <laughs> even better. They're all linked together. Uh, so you can just blow up the entire wall. Uh, in one fell swoop, which is great. <laughs> Sir, I don't think we're going to get this wall done if we have to keep putting all these bombs in them. Put the bombs in them! He's just a huge fan of uh, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, anyway. They have to be detonated from inside the towers, so Mia says, an archer can do it? Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, back in the present, this this uh, our mysterious fe- figure is introduced as Beatrice. Uh, there's apparently a council in the Ninth Circle. And they're not really thrilled about the direction Emiko is taking this, so they're making a personnel change, which comes in the form of a knife thrown into Emiko's stomach. Um, <laughs> Here's your pink slip. Fight, fight, fight. In Do you the- feel that by season seven, like uh, the boardroom shenanigans have been replaced by shady <laughs> boardroom shenanigans by multinational criminal organizations? I mean, yeah, corporations, sorta. criminal enterprises, Nobody, yeah, tomato, no tomato. Anymore, right. Yeah. Uh, we then get an intercut sequence of Mia going up to the tower and blowing it up as Ollie and Emiko fight their way out. Beatrice tells Virgil to detonate the building. Emiko fights Beatrice. Um, Mia has a pretty good uh, scene where she crashes through the door of the tower, which was pretty dope, and then puts a, yeah. sets a bomb. And she's expecting to sort of go out in a hail of glory, but William has given her 60 seconds. Uh, Oliver takes care of Emiko, who has been like kicked through a wall at this point. She's not in such great shape. And Emiko tells her that Emiko tells Oliver that he needs to hide Felicity and the baby because she is basically seen to it that her his family will never be safe. And her dying words are that she wanted to be a queen. I assume she meant like the family, not like you know, like yeah. Queen of the Realm. And I think the, the the alternate title of this episode was Yes Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the future, the Zetas you are back were, online. You were, a queen, you were a queen all along. Yeah, I wanted him to say that. I just expected him to say, you You were. You were a queen. Uh, the Zetas are back online. Mia jumps down as the wall goes boom. And we intercut with Ollie jumping out the window of Queen Consolidated as it goes boom. And him swinging down once again on his arrow rope. Yeah. 
That's kind of a cool shot. It's Although kids, I was a little bit confused, but yeah, yeah, I had to rewind. I rewind a lot in this episode, especially with the <laughs> captions on to try and catch things. Okay. Um, in our denouement, Palmer Tech has become a crater, uh, but there are no civilian casualties. I guess amazingly, and the vigilantes are back on the good side of the law. Curtis is heading back to DC, and he's going to propose to Nick. That's very exciting. Good for him. Yeah. Um, Who's uh, Nick? Nick is his cop this boyfriend. Is the cop. Oh, it's the yeah. cop guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, cop that, the cop that we thought might be a bad guy, but is not. I, yeah, I never bought onto that one, just to be clear. I think the record shows. I thought you guys were nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I just, we were I nuts? Feel, no, I feel, like, oh, I yeah. feel like that was teased. I think that was deliberately teased as a, as a you know, false flag. All right. But, All right. You know what? You could think we were wrong. Thinking we were nuts is, <laughs> I think, bold. <laughs> I mean, we've all been watching the same show, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh let's see roy is meanwhile yeah. gonna go atone for killing a bunch of innocent people <laughs> <laughs> see oh roy. what did i tell you <laughs> oh roy uh but i guess he's not going back to find thea uh it's unclear uh, yeah it sounds like he broke up and he doesn't want to admit it to ollie yeah doesn't want to tell Ollie that he cheated on his sister. So I was like, uh. Uh, Ollie and Felicity tell people that they are taking a step back from the vigilante lifestyle. And Ollie says, though he hoped his legacy would be saving the city, his greatest legacy is actually the team. Then we have a really kind of, I'm going to say it, we have a really kind of stupid bit of backfill about the four pillars of heroism, which is just all to tie in a bow the whole thing with them all having tattoos earlier in the season yeah yeah it felt like that was oh right we got to do that part yeah, we got we got to check <laughs> all the time travel seconds. boxes we got 30 uh, seconds yeah. for that i really didn't need them to mention that and i it specifically was did not want ollie coining the term whatever the, the mark of four the mark of four why don't we just calling it, it why don't we just call it the mark of four duh like that's a totally logical <laughs> thing to call it come on it's so weird and since it was mentioned his- earlier in the season i mean you know <laughs> It's outside of his character. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. So many other people could come up with a name or, like, hey, yeah, whatever. We'll just get it was, tattoos. It was also Fine. just a thing where you could. I'm so glad nobody at least suspected, like, suggested in that moment, let's all go get tattoos. Because <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. would have really felt like gilding the lily. But it, it's one of those things where, like, <laughs> I, think just, I think they should have all gotten really drunk. And, and then he should have said the mark of four. And then they should have gotten tattoos. And then it would have been, you know, that, <laughs> that would have been a little like, more sense guys, because they guys. just, and then they wake up the next day. And they're like, oh my god, what did we do last night? Yeah, they're, punish- they're polishing off that uh, that bottle of vodka that he keeps in his uh, footlocker. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just picture him like, guys, 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 great. Yeah, we're gonna get tattoos. <laughs> so we yeah. got a four. It's gonna be great. Um, I <laughs> I think that uh, that's one of those places where sometimes the show uh, it still falls prey to that problem of like spoon feeding sometimes. Where it's like, yeah, yeah. Eh, remember this thing that we mentioned? Like, if you had just named, like, the, you know, whatever, compassion, courage, etc., like, that would have been great. That would have been fine. Could have left it at that. Anyways, I, I'm distracted because we're getting close. Uh, they, um, they hope this isn't the last time. They're all in the bunker together. It's the end of an era. In the future, the team in the future is watching the walls coming down. And they pass the torch, uh, the older crew passes the torch to the younger generation with Zoe taking over the Canaries. And the older team is going to take the heat for blowing up the wall and become fugitives. Uh, William mentions to Roy, yeah, you never really told me how you got on that island. (laughs) And Roy says, it's a long story. (laughs) I guess the implication being exactly what we just saw. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Felicity, however, before she goes, wants to do something to honor Oliver. In the present, Felicity and Oliver uh, are regret that they can't tell the rest of the team about the baby, but they say when the ninth circle threat is over. Uh, and then we have a little bit about the uh, the cycle of, of heroes, and we have an original Team Arrow moment in the bunker as Felicity and Oliver turn the lights out. Yeah, so wait, what's our guest? Does Diggle know about the kid? Diggle does. We, we know, yeah, and in fact, he's mentioned the next By the end. in the next yeah. scene. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, Perfect. Felicity, he's already knows though. They've uh, Oliver, I think, already yeah. told him. Um, yeah, I would have assumed he knew. I just like just the way he was yeah, like not yeah, in the frame yeah. when they said that. I just threw me off a bit. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Felicity and Oliver turn off the lights in the bunker. Diggle takes them to their na- new safe house uh, in a neighborhood, basically just filled with ex spies, Argus, DIA, CIA. Uh, they describe it as temporary, but uh, you know, I guess we kind of know that's that's not the case, which makes it a little bit sad. Um, Diggle does that actually. Mention- that actually brings us to today's sponsor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, oh no! Simon, Simon McTavish, real estate agent to the ex spy community. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what the worst okay, part? I'm glad it was that and not mom juice. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, not going to go for yeah, the cheesy like, mom juice joke. Like, please don't call it that. No, yeah, uh, I know. Please the, don't call wine mom juice. Okay. No. No, but I just, the, I did like the idea of just a neighborhood full of ex spies. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah, they call sure. that, isn't that the prisoner, basically? <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Next season, Oliver fights a, gi- a bouncing giant ball. <laughs> a giant bouncing ball. Oh, he's well, he's, you know again, what? he's, he's very well equipped to do it's that. It's the ball threats. <laughs> <laughs> Called in the ball threats. Ah, oh, it's Fourth Masters. It's, like it's like I was made for this. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love that we both raced for that joke. We're like, oh, it's right there. <laughs> Uh, uh, Felicity tells Dig to take care of her bunker no food by the monitors and Oliver and Felicity get a bunch of time together since they never took their honeymoon Uh, basically they get montage time uh, including the sequence we already saw of Mia's birth but then we get to see a little bit of Ollie spending time with his daughter Um, Oliver wishes William were here um, and Oliver says he wants to talk to William's grandparents about possibly getting shared custody if this is kind of the new life that they're living. Um, Mia's going to need her older brother. Then there's a sound, and Oliver grabs a knife to go investigate. Uh, and I actually, at this point, I had already called this was going to happen. But yes, it's the monitor, our good friend from Elseworlds. And <laughs> Ollie looks at him and says, Now? And we get, again, in a little bit of spoon feeding, but fair. I guess it was like half a season ago. Yeah. A flashback to yeah, Oliver yeah. making a deal uh, that will basically ensure that Kara and Barry survive. Uh, the I think, I think another crisis. sponsor could be the uh, the place that cuts the monitor's hair. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're good. Yes. They missed the super, super, yeah, No, they're very. They get it exactly right. It's so super um, cut, cuts forty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> they do it with lasers. The monitor lasers, says. Yeah. Uh, the monitor says you you. Um, you are. You will assist me as we seek to prevent the inevitable, which Oliver points out doesn't sound like a great deal. But the monitor also is pretty upfront, saying that I have watched you die, confirming that it is during the crisis. Um, but uh, in addition to him being necessary, uh, the monitor also points out that Mia is important to this as well. Uh, we get a last sort of touching moment between Oliver and Felicity, and. You know, Oliver basically has to weigh the needs of the many against the needs of his family. And he needs to go with the monitor tonight 
In the future, at Felicity is at Oliver's gravestone, and he tell and she tells Mia and William that she promised their father she would protect both of them until they didn't need it anymore. And now she is leaving for good. And note the gravestone says he dies in 2019. Uh, back in the present, you know, we he Oliver extracts that promise of protecting William and Mia. We have a again, you know. A touching moment where uh, they say that they're the best parts of each other and um, Felicity promises to find him again. And in the future, after leaving Mia and William, the monitor shows up to tell Felicity that where they're going to go, they can't come back from. And she just says she's been waiting to see Oliver for a long time. And that is where we can conclude this episode in the season finale, which felt a lot like a series finale. That yeah. should have been yeah. That felt like the end of a season. I mean, even just the title gives it away. Like yeah, right. That feels right. like a very final kind of thing. Good work, congratulations. Yeah, Problem and, and I mean, they technically sort of kill off both Oliver and Felicity, not quite in the you know timey wimey shenanigans. Notwithstanding, <laughs> we do oh, learn gone as much as they can be. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I guess most, I mean, I'm assuming most of next season is taken up with probably future stuff and, and crisis crisis lead up, which is, I have no idea. I really don't know what the next season is going to look like. That is a big open question here. How many of our, there were things that I expected to happen in this episode that did not happen. So for example, I really thought they were going to kill bronze tiger. Yes. That did not happen. Well, yeah, I thought they were going to handle that in this episode, but they did not. Instead, we have him, Dig offers him, you know, a chance to go work at Argus, and he says he wants to go spend time with his son, which is nice. But we know in the future that Connor has been raised by Dig, uh, and so... And they gave us a setup, too, right? Like, a... Diggle actually proactively says, oh, you've got a son called Connor. Yes. We'll go pick him up and get him into the safe spot, which immediately I was like, well, that's nice, Diggle. That's great. And I made sense that Bronze Tiger wouldn't immediately ask for that. Right. Because he's like, who are these people? But uh, I really felt like, well, that's it. Von Steiger's going to bite it. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. thought he was. But he is yeah. he is alive and kicking as of the end of this episode. So yeah. there's a question of, do we do we see him again Quite in the literally. future? Yeah. Yeah. Kicking, yeah. clawing. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I, that I, was a, I enjoyed his fight scenes possibly the most. Well, his, yeah. His, uh, yeah. yeah. Great. I mean, we, yeah, sure. We've talked about I, this I was, before. Uh, he's an actual... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. He's an actual fighter guy. Yeah. He's an actual the, badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other, to... the, the other, you know, I mean, I think all of them have done surprisingly well. I mean, I am always very well pleased to see how many of the actors are doing their stunts in those fight scenes. Yeah, I sometimes it is a little evident, like, and there was definitely... Yeah, a, there's not all the time, but... There's a thing it, they've but, started doing where they blur faces. And yeah. sometimes you like they kind of cover it because the hair is like moving around or they're wearing hoods or whatever. But especially on Laurel and Mia, it's the no- most noticeable, I think, because of their just mm. the they don't wear masks most of the mm-hmm. time. So uh, I think that it becomes this. I noticed that in this episode with Mia that like at one point in one of her fight scenes, her face is definitely a stunt double. But yeah, I think for the most part, they try to get them to do as much stuff as they're comfortable doing and some of them are definitely more comfortable than others yeah mia does some crazy stuff though like i it totally makes sense that you would need like an actual professional doing that kind of stuff yeah right no i i think that's not a thing (laughs) that's the thing that teaching a uh, an actor is probably a lot harder to do like yeah it's like not like throwing punches and swinging and stuff like she's 
like she goes flying a lot. So. Yeah. Um, I liked the fight scene in particular with Oliver and Emiko, brief as it is, uh, with them yep. fighting together, kind of doing a lot of the same moves at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was a really nice, nicely shot, nicely choreographed scene. I wish we got a little more of that. Um, I was. I like the fight, fight, fight between them. Yeah. Uh, and it sort of supports my previous notion that like he can just he can win. Yeah, I agree. Like that was he took care of it pretty handily. Yeah. So yeah. right. So right. Uh, so what was your guys' opinion of? I mean, so we get Emiko's redemption arc in this episode. She does ultimately choose the right side although kind of at the last minute when her hand is uh, after getting stabbed in the gut uh but she choose it though or does she just or is that choice yeah because they because she helps oliver fight the the minions of um and she warns him more importantly about the ninth circle coming after right yeah okay sorry that that is yeah that's true yeah i mean i know she didn't go out with hatred in her heart but uh yeah like it wasn't yeah. clear to me. Like they show up to kill basically. I thought both of them. Like if you're not going to kill him, we'll kill him. But uh, it didn't seem like she was necessarily. Oh, in you? A safe yeah, spot, I mean, you, know? you, you, you were taking it as she's just trying to protect herself. Well, it certainly seemed like a part of it, right? Like they both yeah. get surrounded. Like that's a very right, negative right. situation. It's not like yeah, it's not like Vader grabbing the Emperor. There's like a, you know, yeah. right, right. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, that part of it, that whole her her turning at the end, I'm not sure. I <laughs> not sure it was the best part of it <laughs> in terms of how it was set up. Yeah, there was because another. She bit. spends she spends a lot of time posturing about how Oliver needs to pay and the family. You know, I mean, there's a lot of that talk that leads like right up to that, and then all of a sudden, no, no, no. <laughs> that's were, all yeah. okay. There, yeah. there, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, my I, bad. They they. I mean, I a. I'm glad that. He didn't have to kill her, which we've discussed yeah. a lot. I think yes. that was uh, yes. all, everything Oliver does in this episode, I think, is actually a vindication of him. All of the growth he has had over the course of the series. Yeah, yeah he actually acts like a hero in this episode. Yes, 100 uh, percent, which is nice because it was underscored last episode when he basically has the epiphany of like, look, I can't. I can't do what I always do, which is basically stab these people with an arrow. <laughs> so, you know, let's actually try to be a hero. And uh, like that, he goes out totally like a hero in this one, well, and it, Inclu- think, including the way when the monitor shows up, he's like, okay, I got to do this. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's, that's the point. It, it, part of me wonders if that is why the monitor shows up at this moment is because Oliver mm. has achieved that, that level of herodom finally better, better better to get him out of the timeline before he screws it up right exactly right. <laughs> backsliding is bad news man you've peaked this is your peak we're taking you right now <laughs> the ghost of adrian chase shows up right. <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think that uh it is that is what makes it feel like a, a series finale too right is like is really all yeah. the culmination of that journey uh his journey feels complete episode. to me really yeah yeah, no. I, I agree. Even the way it closes on his face and the lights go out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shutting the bunker down. I mean, even though that's not yeah. the original layer, it's is a that's a close enough. And it, and it shows up again in the future, obviously. But it's still it's still kind of a big deal. It does leave me some question marks about what happens between the present and the future in terms of. I th- I figured the 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 sort of difficulty I think they encountered is. In the future, everybody hates vigilantes, and so we need to believe there's a rationale behind that. 
and mm. we don't see that because of the fact they had to i feel like they wanted to go they out on a high back. note yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. it would be rough to be like oh everybody hates vigilantes again and now yeah sorry Oliver. yeah yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that because they get them right there. Like they basically are doing chemical warfare on people. Yeah, they're blowing up buildings. Like everything is there for them to be uh, vilified. Right, and that right. doesn't happen, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I also think that it's um, I I wonder. Part of me wonders, just sort of behind the scenes inside baseball. Like you know, we know Emily Bet Records is not coming back next season. I don't think we know at the at present how many of the rest of the cast are returning. I kind of wondered if they had given them all maybe an out or at least several of them outs mm. to be like, look, we'd love to have you back next season, but we understand 10 episodes, you know, it's not right. a full year's worth of work. If you want to go be released from your deal to go look for other options, like we're going to let you do that. But, you know, obviously you're welcome to stay if you want. This is total conjecture on my part. Um, but I can understand why, you know, not everybody would necessarily sign up for 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, part of me wonders if next year is basically a backdoor pilot for, you know, the littlest arrow. Yeah, Green Arrow 2049. <laughs> <Exact> thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I can't, I just, I have a hard time seeing that, but okay. I, can, well, I mean, I it's know. not hard to see based on the way this episode ends with them, I think, because of the whole, like, we're passing the torch on to you. Mia's yeah. got the bow and arrow. Like, whether or not right. that would be successful, I have no idea. Right. But... There's also the open question of what the implications of crisis are, because right. that like could potentially rewrite does... a lot of yeah, the exactly. timeline. Yep. Right. I, and and I think it... that's I think that's very possible. And and I'm guessing by this point, since we're you know recording this a Tuesday at ten o'clock, that none of us has watched the season finale of The Flash. But I I, I did I, hear I'm, I'm still a few episodes back. I, I think I have heard there is some Elseworlds tie in there as well. But yeah, I so. Be. I'm yeah. kind of curious to see also where that goes, um, because I think that will have larger implications in terms of, you know, the overall, where are we going with this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am curious. I mean, how many? It's eight or ten next year? It's ten episodes there. Ten. Ten. Yeah. So, like, four with future people? I think it's going to be with intertwined again, with... possibly, but I don't I know. I so. But what? So, like, Ollie's just going to be, like... Bopping around the universe with the monitor. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's we don't we don't know yet. I mean, yeah. maybe they send him to like recruit a bunch of other different heroes. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, he's probably got to go say hello to Batwoman, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? He's gonna try. He's gonna try and train her and shoot some arrows under. It's not gonna work. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. If he tries the same thing and it totally backfires <laughs> and he like, gets like yeah, right, like right. a batarang in the face, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I already know all this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what the uh, it doesn't seem like there is much of a as far as taking Felicity off the board, we kind of know what happens to her in the intervening time, so we don't really need that story. Um right. nor it does nor does it seem like there's a lot of story there because though she's still acting as a vigilante, she is staying off the grid. Um Oliver's gone, presumably. Which leaves what? Dig, uh, Dinah, Renee, and maybe and Laurel. Dig, Dig has not showed up in the future yet, and he no. still could. We don't no. know if, oh. and, and there's no, there's been no positive indication as to right. his fate. He's mentioned hey, uh, several times, but neither, yeah, I, neither as alive or dead. 
Right. I know. Uh, I know we've got the live chat room here, but uh, do you guys want to shuffle off into this corner for a second? Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you going to? Is this, is this conspiracy speak, corner? John, be quietly. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Why is there a closet in the corner? <laughs> I love why you. Does, why does you the sell door, at, why does the corner have a door? Yeah, uh, you sell that better and better every week. Like, uh, <laughs> um, like you, you're looking forward to it now. Um, I know. I it's just it's just too the, much. It's just too the three much, of actually. Us and the and the live stream guys, nice and private in here. <laughs> um, why do we think about uh, John Stewart slash Diggle? Oh, next year there's some monitor stuff going on. There's a whole bunch of new superheroing. This show is obviously gone. Uh, you mean him like converting getting the ring? Like, does he get the ring? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I am a hundred percent here for that. Sure. Well, first, you would be. Well, yeah. <laughs> first of all, David Ramsey deserves a show. I feel like he can carry a show. And yes, and he's earned it. And he's definitely earned it. Uh, yeah. I I would love to see. I have no idea what a Green Lantern show would look like on the CW budget, but no, sure, right. why not? <laughs> but uh, you know, you could recur in the Flash and Legends until you figure it out, kind of thing. And uh, they do Supergirl. Yeah, sure. That's true. Yeah, true. Although, yeah, well, yeah, no, true. I, I, I would love to see about, that. I don't know enough about the, <laughs> the, 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 how you have to budget, um, you know, a, a ring that makes um, like giant scoops and hammers and beats, beats up bad guys. So I don't know. Uh, we'll ask Joe Steele. He'll, he'll tell us. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. We could find out. I, I more, say that not to, to me. I think it would be more in, the environment. Like it, bopping around in space is not cheap right well that's why star trek just beams down to the same place all the time i was gonna say if you take the star yeah, trek you can, you 1990 can do <laughs> star trek model it works fine just lots yeah. of sets yeah. just Pe- go out of those rocks in the desert people with weird forehead ridges it's fine yep yeah um yeah i would i would be totally on board for that uh and i think that would make a big difference particularly mm-hmm. in the potentially in the crisis because i love dig but like yeah. <laughs> those bullets probably aren't going to work very well yeah, I mean, you could have all the sentient guns in the world. It's, it's not, it's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, Oliver got rid of all the guns in Star City. They need more guns. Yeah. Like a Matrix-style room. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's interesting. Um, we don't really get Renee's, the connect the dots on Renee's arc for how he ends up mayor of the Glades. Um, no, but I could, I mean... I can see it. I give you that. Yeah. You know, like like remember when he was teaching those kids self-defense or something like i could sure. see the community organizer slash getting right. into like low-key city politics and then ending up like a big shot but there is like a there is like a whole thing with like the glades getting walled off too which it feels like kind of a big difference isn't like i don't know maybe you can just sort of hand wave that but there there is some story yeah, that, that could true. be told there but there's a question of whether they're interested in telling that story um and uh yeah but wait i don't think anybody cares about the particulars of building that wall that just fell down i think you need a character story right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure yeah so you need and, somebody to anchor it too yeah and i'm and not I'm, sure it's that clear to me who that would be right right now. any of our our remaining characters of them i think roy is your strongest character but he's the one who's least involved because he basically goes to an island <laughs> Right. Yeah, he just went to go meditate on an island because he is, kept... is he on is he on Lian Yu for twenty years? You know what? The only people that that guy's killed are police officers. I All right, those are security guards. <laughs> but yes, he did. He killed that guy. I remember that he killed the Mirakua guy, and he's like yes. it, uh, the police officer when he had Mirakua, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's right. like yeah. 
man, he has a bad run. <laughs> I know. He really hates <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's he didn't mention it. I kind of wished he'd mentioned it. Yeah. It's also funny He's that like, oh, I killed those two guys. It's like, yeah, well, you know, you killed the other guy too. So <laughs> <laughs> there, there is also so, uh So that's that's you know, that's his um you know the guy on the like Robert kills the guy on the raft. That's um right. He's, he's, he's going to spend a whole bunch of years not mentioning it, and then that guy's kid is going to come back and try and kill right. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too because I, I was noticing during the last fight scenes that even though they had, and this sort of goes to again a logistical thing, uh, Ollie all runs around without his hood on all season, but the rest mm-hmm. of the crew still wears their masks all the time. <laughs> uh even yeah. though everybody oh, yeah. knows who they are yeah uh, right. and i assume that is first on double reasons uh because Probably. having having colton haynes do a lot of parkour <laughs> that is how is a hood on probably a lot yeah. tougher to to fix in post <laughs> yeah there's a there's a few things like there's a few things i i don't know i think that are a little weak about this episode just th- there's a whole lot of technical mumbo jumbo <laughs> sure yeah and and there's some weird like weirdly bad blocking in the future yes um there's like there's that scene where they like they're talking they're walking down that hallway which i think they they shot way too much of in that hallway and they're talking loudly about their plan and then they go around the corner and then they throw like a couple of canary cry things at and the, it bounces off a guy's leg and stuff. Yeah, and then like, and then the, and the 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 guards who they have guessed just walked by are like suddenly surprised and fall down. It's like that. A lot of that just did not make any sense to me in terms of <laughs> yeah. reality. But it was, you know, that that was those were somewhat minor complaints. Yeah, uh, and it's there was James some, Baffert was some, again, right? So I think he, I think his focus is on the fight, fight fighting. Yeah, I, I think possibly to the yeah ex- maybe yeah okay. possibly to the exclusion of like less mm-hmm. interesting shots like that. Right, like there was a right. shot where he uh, they she he attacks Mariko and he flips her over and the camera just does a whole rotate with them. Yeah, that was a cool yes. shot. Yes, which was I was like, that's actually kind of, sometimes he moves the camera a bit too much for me. But I was like, that actually that was yeah, very that was, yeah, that that was interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. no, I, that was interesting. I did notice that one. I thought that was one of the better shots. There's a lot of shots of people jumping off things that are blowing up in this episode. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, and the, the, you know, a lot, some of it was kind of cheap. was a little bit cheesy, like both of them, like repelling down to wherever they were. But I think they handled that transition with particularly with uh, with Mia very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's she's jumping off that thing. It's exploding. And then and then they do a nice transition to her landing on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I wonder I wonder where all the rubble went. <laughs> I always wonder what yeah. they're swinging from, but I don't know. <laughs> yes, there's also that. It's a Spider-Man yeah. problem. Like, I guess yeah, there's right, something right. for them to put yeah. up there. I don't know. Yeah. And there, there's some there's some very corny lines in this episode. Yeah, too. there are. It's a little. Uh, it felt like there was a lot to get done. Like, yes. I was amazed when I got to the like denouement part with Oliver and Felicity. And I was like, oh, man, they're going to wrap this up in like five, in like two or three minutes. And I looked at the clock. I was like, there's 10 minutes left in this episode. Right, wow, that's right. a there's lot a of lot time. Left. Right. Yeah. That like all of the action was pretty much packed up front. Like when they started doing the denouement stuff, uh, I was like, I thought maybe I should have looked more closely. I, I didn't I don't like looking at the uh, the time because I don't like to give it away. Although, whatever, it's not that big. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. But I was starting to think that like I would run out of time to watch it before we had to record. 
Yeah. I'm like, is this just like 90 minutes? Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, it felt, it felt like it was yeah. packed and it didn't feel overly long to me. It felt like no, no. they, they made no. having, having, no, it I don't up. think it, I don't, I mean, if anything, I felt, I think it was the, the early part was rushed. Yeah, I didn't even feel that bad about that because, like, I think because the virtue of them picking up where they left off last week meant that they had already done a lot of kind of the setup. But yeah, there's a lot yeah, of back and I just, forth. I just feel but, like some of the future stuff and and the action. I don't know. I mean, like, it's I, cut I feel like very her, fast. Like Emiko's transition was sort of shortchanged, and yeah. and I feel like the future stuff action was kind of like hand wavy. Done. Yeah, and just the, know, sh- like, the, the cops coming in. Like, why? Yeah, then and also that like yeah that flip. There's it's a couple like of there's a few like a flips one-liner. that just like they happen. They happen because they need to happen and they need to happen fast. Right. I didn't yeah. mind the cop thing. I liked Bingsley showing up there. Um, and it was I like, like yeah. it was a surprising yeah. scene that also felt good in the terms of the way it like uh, legitimized the vigilantes again. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree know. with At you. At this point, you've gone back and forth so much. I would have preferred it if the cops had been like, <laughs> "Look, we don't care." We're, we've had it. We don't care if you particularly did we're this. Shooting we're shooting everybody. Rules don't matter anymore. Yeah, but then uh, you can have uh, Biff Billingsley be the the Pike for the next season, or you know, be the, the Quentin again. You know, like yeah. reset it to some kind of low stakes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but the uh, the one line that that I did not that I thought was fantastic was um, when um, Felicity said to Diggle. Does anyone ever told you that you always know what to say? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, I have yeah. been told. <laughs> I like that, that and I liked, I loved their last scene together in the house. Um, yes. Because you can yeah. tell how, how emotional the actors are all getting, but they managed to use it uh, mm-hmm. in, yeah. a, in a nice moment of, you know, saying how much they care about each other. And it was really yeah. sweet. David yeah. Ramsey has like a legit big smile on his face when he's saying that he loves you, Dolly. Yeah, right. And then yeah. He, well, yeah, he doesn't yeah. even say that. He says like you or and you or something. But, yeah. 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 Yeah, I I love that a lot. I thought that was great. It was nice to get I felt like they gave a lot of uh, original team arrow moments in this episode yeah. and I was glad for that because it is a, again a nice callback to to the 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 original season yeah. and and all of that and it felt like a fitting bookend because you know m- I wouldn't count out the possibility of seeing a moment next season, but it seems like they're going to have a lot to do and they realize maybe yeah. we won't get to it. So we should do it right. now. Right. No, it'll be a rush moment if anything. Yeah. But like, I, I, I love that. Um, uh, again, in another love letter to season one, <laughs> that, that Ollie was uh, telling Felicity how much he was into her since they first met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. It was, I don't know. It was just nice. Like, cause if you go back he, was and watch playing, season, he was playing it all cool. <laughs> well, yeah, A, we should tell yeah. you I'd left you sooner, which, you know, that's <laughs> probably just good advice for life in general. Kids in the chat room. I wish I hadn't. Uh, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I hadn't. Sorry, I'm thinking right. of the season two finale where he uses yeah. her to to get slayed. Oh, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, and I was like, I wish I, wish I, I had wish done I, that. That was, that was maybe not The great. first time I told you I love you, it was a ploy to, yeah, to, exactly. defeat, my, to defeat my greatest enemy. Remember uh, those good times? <laughs> <laughs> you were so sad when I said psych. <laughs> that was an uh, awkward moment at the anniversary party. Right. They, um, they also picked up some musical cues from the, like, mm-hmm. the early seasons. Mm. Um, yes. They, I had, like that they had that sort of synthesizer. Well, I don't even know what to call that because I don't know anything about music. But um, doo, doo, 
<laughs> is that the Wait, close encounters of the third kind? The close encounters of the third, yeah, the close encounters of the third kind. Uh, whatever that machine is, that's it's the same machine, but it's making okay. different sounds. And then, uh, and then they they did a pop song. They did a pop song. I thought yeah. about that too. I yeah. was like, I thought this is an interesting choice. Very CW, right? Well, it's it's old CW. Yes, right. Yeah, do yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. like it's modern CW. No, I I liked it t- to me, and maybe I'm cynical or anything, but I'm like, <laughs> you? oh man, they spent. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they spent some money on this. Like, they they let them splash out to have like an old school. Mm-hmm. Pay the artists to put this in the backing thing. This is Felicity <laughs> and Ollie, and we're going to send them out in style, right? And I liked it because otherwise need a, they, they, need a, been, they need a song. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what would it have been like? Computers beeping in the background or something? <laughs> yeah, you got to have the songs. That's true. Yeah. Um, do we have any last stuff to wrap up? Um, before, because uh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do two part ritual because we're gonna yeah. rank, we're gonna give our ritual stuff, and then we're gonna do a, a season overview, and I don't know, maybe do a, a season ranking. So we'll. Uh, oh, okay. I, I didn't ask you to prepare that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on no, the spot. Fine. I, I have. I, I know it. you do. I know you in do. my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but if nobody's got anything else to add specifically here, um. Uh, I will note one thing that was uh, brought up to me by our, our friend Tony Sindelar, who's in the chat room right now, and somebody else mentioned this too. I think in the uh, on Twitter that the Zetas all come from like DC Comics, um, like they're mentioned in Batman Beyond, I guess in the in the cartoon, and there was also a cartoon oh. called the Zeta Project. Um, hmm. So there is kind of a tip of the hat to that uh, DC animated universe future stuff. It's funny too because there's a lot of different future stuff across all the DC shows between both the cartoons and the stuff we've seen in legends and the stuff that's mentioned in the flash. And I always wonder Mm -hmm. if that stuff reconciles because like the flash, the headline from the newspaper in the, what shows up in like the first episode, right. Or pretty early Mm -hmm. in the first season is like the flash vanishes in crisis, but it's in 2024, which has always puzzled me a little bit because their timeline is a little, either is it the same crisis? Is it a different crisis? Well, um, I think well, they, wait, they, they because also, they've changed the timeline. I think it's changed, right? Yeah. The other thing is, crisis could work across time and space, right? Like, sure. Yeah. You know, sure. like, <laughs> go get the Barry from 2024. He's better than all the rest yeah. of the Barry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like when he vanishes, is kind of it. It all depends on your. It's a bad perspective. Damn. Yeah. That is. I will say that is one. <laughs> that is one of the things. The moments that I remember that sticks with me from the comics that I read in the eighties is just this idea that Barry runs so fast that he skips through time, like a stone skipping across the water. Mm. And just like every once in a while, you know, after he disappears and Wally is the flash, he like, he just like, <laughs> he just like flies through. Like, <laughs> oh, hey guys! Barry. <laughs> oh, you back. Uh, but I was also thinking about that this week because it was reminded, um, I won't spoil too much for Legends, but uh, Zari mentions again that she's from the future in which Argus goes evil. And mm-hmm. I don't, and it's it's not, it's mentioned in this week's episode, it's not that far off. And I'm kind of curious about like, man, like, so is Lila still in charge? Like, how is that going down? <laughs> maybe they're, uh, maybe they finally go evil because all the interest rates got renegotiated in the <laughs> retirement community. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. It's hard to like, screw this. We're taking over the world. It's really hard to, <laughs> to deal with that. That's toughy. I wonder what next door is like in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Stop shooting out all my lights. <laughs> uh, Stop turning your lights on. <laughs> yeah. 
Probably uh, still racist. But, uh. <laughs> it's always going to be racist. There's no, yeah. there's no way around that. The second when you said next door, and I was thinking like food delivery too. I was like, oh man, it's like hard to no, find no. the houses. I don't know. No. Is that how that worked? Uh, all right. Shall we rate this finale? Rate this season. <laughs> uh, John. We're just doing that. We're doing this episode first. We're right? doing this episode yes. first, John. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I am. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Biff again. Um, and I. The first time I watched, I watched this episode twice. And the first time I watched it, I was tempted to give it a John Junior because I ended up paying a little bit more attention. I got distracted towards the end of the episode, and I paid more attention to the beginning. And I was kind of like, ah, it's a little loose, and things are happening a little too fast, and I wasn't as impressed. But then when I sat down and watched it a little bit more deliberately the second time, I enjoyed the tail end of it particularly a lot more mm-hmm. and thought that was so strong that i'm uh moved it up to a clear biff for me okay guy um i'm sympathetic to the john jr feeling uh i feel like i can't give it anything but a biff to be honest uh the, <laughs> well it's sort of it's sort of the uh the return of the king thing right you know yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's the grudging biff well, yeah it, i mean well, it had you're also to- recognizing you know what it took to get to this point Right, and it was a high degree of uh, th- th- that's just a lot crammed in there. Um, the pacing was a little weird, but I mean, it's what forty-two minutes, and they did a lot. And where they compressed is where I am. If I had to make those similar editorial oh, yeah. decisions, I would have made mm-hmm. the same ones. Cut mm-hmm. down on. Absolutely. I don't. I don't care about why the sh- cop showed up. Fine, like I can complain now, but. <laughs> Would I rather have like more minutes of the people that have, or the characters that have grown to, you know, love? Yes, and I, right. I think they did the right thing in making that that call. It's a little bit of a weirdly structured episode, but ultimately it works for me, and it made me happy and uh, emotional for these people in or these characters. Uh, first time in a long time, I guess. I don't know. It, it worked. I thought they uh, they stuck the landing. Yeah. So it's a biff. Uh, I agree with both of you. Uh, I'm going to go three biffs all around. Uh, I understand the, the, the John Jr. temptation, the temptation of John Jr. That sounds, really <laughs> that sounds bad. Uh, well, but, I, you know, again, it's an overstuffed episode. There's a lot to accomplish here. It does feel a lot like a series finale with the exception of, you know, the whole Oliver's fate ultimately uh, being right. unknown uh, is kind of that makes it a little unsatisfying right and we know more is coming about that and that's the one thing that mainly keeps it from being like a really satisfying series finale which is tough um and i think they did as nice a job as they could wrapping things up with felicity and i'm glad that they you know end up together for whatever value of that (laughs) you consider um i think that's that's satisfying it would have been a lot sadder if if that had not been the case um but i think they they managed to pack a lot in here and they they give a lot of breathing room to oliver and felicity at the end which i think is Mm -hmm. what ultimately makes this episode a success is is that is we need our denouements we need our our unraveling of all these plot threads and so getting them to get quality character time together at the end is really important um also really important i think to establish oliver's relationship with mia brief as it is uh, and it's not just that he like was like all right you had your baby see you later like you know having him actually involved in her life and, and clearly making it that much of a harder choice for him to leave is really critical in in sort of selling that so i thought that was yeah. well done um all right 
that out of the way, shall we? Uh, shall we do a little uh, season rating? Yeah. Have you guys looked at the uh, the live chat? Uh yeah, I have a little bit. Yeah, uh, James. Whatever he talks to us on Twitter. I, I hope I can. If we can't use your name, I'll bleep it out after. James Farner has <laughs> been kind enough to uh, actually aggregate all of our ratings. <laughs> Oh wow! For, for the whole season, yeah. <laughs> so, and he reports this came in over the teletype just now. And you know what? It's funny we joke about teletypes. I'm not joking. This is IRC, which may as well be a teletype. Um, okay, so for John Moltz, uh, twenty biffs this season and twenty two John Juniors. Oh, no, sorry, no, two, d- two Johns. <laughs> no, he's going. Oh, wow, twenty two episodes yeah, this yeah. season. The other way. The other way. Twenty biffs and two John Juniors for okay. for Moltz. Uh, Dan, you have 19 Biffs and three John Juniors, and I have 18 Biffs and four John Juniors. Mm, uh, one of my John Juniors was the uh, Canaries episode, which I since went back and watched again, and it's I was unfair. I, I don't know. I was just <laughs> I'd watched a lot of TV that day for some reason, so whatever. That was unfair. So, but, so yeah. no, as as James points out, then no, no Alexes. No Alex's. Um, yeah, not a single Alex. And yeah. and we were we, all, we haven't had a lot of Alex's to be fair. I mean, yeah. Uh, but we also yeah, are like all an pretty, Alex has to be a real stinker, right? You, gotta, like, you really got to yeah. screw up. Yeah. We're also pretty close in our in you our gotta, agreements. You got to you got to stab somebody to death. <laughs> yeah. You got to be like a DJ or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I uh, we're also all pretty close in our assessment since we're like, especially yeah. if guy is retroactively changing one of his. <laughs> I'm not yeah, right, changing right, it. Right. I'm not changing it. It stands. I mean, my decision is final. <laughs> it's in the record. He can't. Yeah, yeah that's that's right. it's not like yeah, you, know, you can't go backward. Oh, he also James yeah. also we're points very, out we're that feeling he very close. James points out that he didn't account for uh, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh, good. Please don't. Probably fair. Please yeah. do Probably not fair. account for Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That was one of our best. That episodes. was an alternate timeline. <laughs> that isn't an alternate timeline. If <laughs> you're not, a, if you're not a member of the Incomparable, please do. It's it's great. Uh, there's a lot of good shows, and and it's definitely worth your support. But you will also find us covering Prince of Thieves in the membership feed. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to it, I'm not joking. I think that's one of my favorite episodes we've done. <laughs> It's it's a good episode. It was the, a lot of fun. The, the episode, <clears throat> at the very least, the episode is way better than Prince of Thieves. Yes, yeah. Don't watch the movie, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is not saying much, but yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh, so with that, with so with the science out of the way, I guess yes. we should. Yeah. Do you want to? Okay. So, guy, I'm going to turn this to you then. Where does season seven fall in your in your overall season rating? Okay. So by the math, looks pretty good. Uh, I felt pretty good about it. I, I really have, but um, I'm giving it an Alex. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> My rating system has I watched no a lot logic. of TV today. I watched a lot of TV today. <laughs> well, yeah, I just whatever. I'd watched a lot of TV, um, and that's like I just remember like I don't care about this, and it had little to do with the episode, and a lot more to do with my state of mind. Of that's like, yeah, that's care, your fault, not their fault, <laughs> right? Um, so no, I so okay. This always so hard to like stack rank these these seasons always, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go do it. Clearly, I think this season is a biff, right? Uh, sure. I think it's certainly stronger than last year. I remember. Um, I don't know if I'm speaking out of school here, Moles, but basically, you were like, <laughs> I don't want to do this show anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I so couldn't blame it was, you. That's an exaggeration, I think, but it, it was is, something it, like that. Yeah, it is. It really is an exaggeration, but yeah. it was, but like it was becoming homework, right? So oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Oh yeah, 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 right. Okay, I know what you, I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, so I'm not, I'm not right, like throwing right. you because we, like, we had sort of started. We started out with like a different idea of what we were going to do, and then we were like, right. okay, we're we're we need to focus, and we're going to focus on this one show. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, but, but and that and that show then, had some. But then rough. like yeah, like season four, it was like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm really glad we stuck to it because I think this season paid off. Uh, yeah. Is it amazing? It's pretty good. Um, and I think a lot of it has just sort of our dumb investment in these characters, too. Like, like our stubbornness has paid off now that we have just, we really enjoy it. Um, ranking them. Uh, two, one. Uh, oh, God. Six, seven. Four, three. I guess I don't know. I started making up numbers you at the end. Five, there. it's fine. <laughs> oh wait, who is five? Five who is. is five? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do them by bad guy, basically. Right, oh, so Adrian Trace. I'll, oh, he's I'll way run them down for you if you want. Season one, <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> season one is Malcolm Merlin. Season two, Slade Wilson. Season three, yeah. Rachel Ghoul. Season four, Damian Dark. Season five, Adrian Chase. Season six, Diaz. I guess <laughs> that yeah, season yeah, six yeah. is kind of a yeah. Uh, yeah. And season seven, Emiko. Okay, so I think uh, pretty uncontroversially, uh, Slade and then Malcolm. Yeah. So two, one, I think. Uh, and then Chase. Yeah. Uh, closely tied with Emiko, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then let's say uh, Diaz, Dark Al Ghul. Ooh, okay. All right. Now, okay. here's Hang the thing. Uh, <laughs> I might need that again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm literally sitting here with a pencil and paper. <laughs> uh, me too. I'm like typing away. I'm like rearranging text in my editor because God knows yeah, if we no, don't I'm get this right. Yeah, I'm the thing. I got my notes app open. I'm like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, what random string of numbers do I want to read? Right. Yeah. So I, I've already lost the numbers. I'm just going with the, the villains. Uh, I think Slade and Malcolm, very close. Uh, probably I'd give the edge to Slade. So season two over season one. Yeah. Uh, Chase and Emiko, very close. Uh, I may give the edge. I, I, I don't think it's close at all, but. Oh, do you prefer he hates Chase? Chase? He hates Chase. I hate Chase. He I hates Chase thing. so much. Yeah. yeah. I like that, Chase. So that's but I, I there's think... bits I like about it. I like the island blowing up. I like a lot of the... There's just a lot of fun characters in there. But the 20 steps ahead, like, we just couldn't stop oh laughing God, about I that. Oh, my God. I just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Emiko, in terms of a villainess, or just a villain, equal opportunity, uh, Emiko's better than Chase. So, But they are in, like, the second tier. And then we've got Diaz and Dark in, like, the third tier. And then pulling up the rear, we've got uh, Razal Ghoul. Mm, okay. All right. Who is notable for giving us one of my favorite characters, Talia, who's amazing. Yeah. True. So, you know. Yeah. All right. Okay. John, okay. you want to weigh in? Okay. Yeah. I think I, I, think I got it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it in loose tiers. These are not like. Yeah. See, um, we're all so going to first doing this. <laughs> my first yeah. tier um, is, um, is 217. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And uh my second tier is six and three. Okay. And then four and five. Oh man. Did I have that right? Six. Wait, wait. So wait, wait, which one? No, four is, three is, is four Raish. Four yeah, is three, Raish. Three four three is Raish. Three is Raish. So no, then I got it right. Then I got it right. Oh wow, wow, okay. Oh right. no, 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 wait. No, wait, no, then I got it wrong. <laughs> this is, this is three three is Raish? Yeah. Who's four again? Damien Dark. 
Yeah, no, then flip those. Flip those two. So my middle tier is 6-4. My last tier is 3-5. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay, interesting. Because I, I can't stand Adrian Chase. Yeah, see, okay. I, <laughs> I, I'm cl- I think, you know, we all agree two and one are the tops. I would also, yeah. I think, slot seven in after one. I think so too. I mean, I just I enjoy this season. I mean, and I did I say that this is a biff? I think I, I mean I, anyway. I don't think it's I don't think it's a surprise, but it clear biff season and enjoyed so much the fact that the people who are running the show now enjoyed the seasons that we enjoyed and yeah are doing so much to um, reflect that. So yeah, um, that's a huge win. That really it is. really like, is. It's like all of the little love letters, the tip of the hat, like. Yeah, man, it was it was so good. It was seeing people have fun with the show again, not mm-hmm. taking it too seriously while taking the characters seriously. If that yeah. makes sense, like the they they could approach it with some kind of levity and and not be so onerous and and uh, weighty, but they treated the characters with respect. Yeah. Agreed. Which which I thought was nice. It was a good balance. I, I yeah. think my, my rating system breaks down a little bit there because as I have it written, and I'm not convinced that because it's been so long since I watched some of those seasons, I have then, yeah. after seven, I have five because I like Adrian James. Uh, <laughs> and then I have four because I love Damien Dark, even though that season is weak at times, but he is yeah. so yeah. good. Well, that's the thing that I think moves him to, into the middle group for me. And then I have Diaz. That that season, I mean. I have season six and Diaz after that because I felt that season was so weird and disjointed. Remember when Michael Emerson was like the big bad for like the first half of the season? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was kind of a mess. Yeah, Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. And then I put Rachel Gould at the bottom because season three is really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. The the Oliver shaving his head and going evil. And uh, I just. Maybe it's better than I remember, but I remember it. I think being it's, kind I think of it's better to say two, two uh, to me, two one seven, and then everything else. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, there's good well. and bad elements of the rest of those. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's good though. I'm glad. I'm glad we got to into your top wrong this year. That's good. Yeah. No, that's yeah. solid. I, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. super. Cur- I am, remain super curious about season eight. So we'll see how yeah. that plays with things. But I think we may see a very different show. <laughs> next yeah, year I'm, I'm curious oh just to sum it up uh i haven't read everything but uh vibe in the uh live chat room here uh seems to be that this season is a bit of two so. excellent Yay. good job everybody we did it we did a good work <laughs> um you have saved this tv show all right so uh okay so uh that is wrapping up our coverage of season seven of arrow we are not going to do any superhero sweep this week because we figured we are super busy with all the our stuff. However, we do have a little personal news, uh, and it's uh, I think fair to say a little bit a little bit bittersweet. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I, this is actually a little hard to say. I'm getting a little emotional about this. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I am telling you, this guy standing behind me is looking super weird right now. <laughs> So where does he get that haircut? <laughs> he's just he's tapping his foot. He's very impatient. <laughs> so I we are announcing tonight this is the final episode of the Speedy Arrow cast. I know, I know. It feel <laughs> weird just saying that out loud. But uh I mean However, obviously everybody knew this moment was coming because Arrow is ending uh next season. So if it didn't happen now, it was gonna happen then. But uh don't worry too much we are not going away and in fact we are 
as you might say, expanding our portfolio. We are launching. We are going to be watching over all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all of you, you could right say. Uh, we are launching. We we didn't we didn't consider that as a name. <laughs> oh, we yeah. totally should have. We uh, really should have. <laughs> we couldn't get anything right. Snell had to come. And I mean, save I think us. we we landed in the right spot, but I think that would have yeah. been a strong contender if we'd even thought of it. So, yeah. all right, we're not going anywhere. We are launching a brand new show. Uh, we will be covering superhero tv and movies of all stripes and that will include season eight of arrow we will be covering season eight of arrow on our new show um but we are going to cover a lot of other stuff too we're sort of expanding our superhero sweep purview to uh talk about all the other shows that we love and we will be kicking this off next week um with i think basically covering agents of shield um and so uh, i know we're one episode in already so i think we'll just do a twofer next week and mm-hmm. cover the yep. first two episodes of agents of shield uh and we're going to play around a little bit with our our format um but we're going to try to do something similar to what we've been doing here where we sort of run through an episode or two discuss it and then maybe take a broader view of discussing other superhero tv shows slash movies that are going on and just our thoughts on them because frankly we just like talking uh to each other <laughs> and that's really the show's <laughs> just an excuse for that so you guys all get to listen in um we will also be uh, uh, soliciting your feedback uh, in Guy's suggestion. Uh, we are going to have a letters page. Uh, so if you would like to reach out and ask us to talk about something or ask us a question or give us some comments, like uh, you can reach out to us and we will yep. talk about it on the show. And this is yeah, uh, sure. this and, is and a little actually bit more in line. This is a little bit more in line with our, what our original concept yeah, was before I, I, we actually started this show. Famously, when we started, before we started recapping Arrow, we had intended to do sort of an overall superhero show. Yeah. Uh, but we, we even just, we even recorded a couple. There we? are two we episodes. Did, yeah. I never released yeah. them, but I have them. I, yeah, I think they're pretty awful. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> just that. so just like the rest of the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday I'll release them in the member feed, but they'll be terribly out of date because it's us Maybe. just like wandering around. It's just, like the early just days, like record scratchy yeah. sounds. <laughs> it's the yeah. early days of the incomparable where we would take a topic and cover like every uh-huh. single thing about uh-huh. that topic uh-huh. in uh-huh. one uh-huh. episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Plus, we didn't have a rapport, and like there was no in- there was no jokes. I didn't we like any of each other back then. Oh my god. Well, we did not like know. each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Back then, we were just doing it for the money. We were bitter enemies. Why did we think we could start a podcast together? Because that's uh, what superheroes do, John. <laughs> the, uh, someone in the chat room asked how much TV we watch a week. I don't think any of us want to cop to that. No. We're not, we're no, not no, talking no, about no, that. No, no. I mean, um, I'll give you my back number, but I'm not talking about how much TV I watch a week. <laughs> so uh, we will be the show itself will be a standalone show, no longer under the TV feed. Now, the good news is if you are subscribed directly to the Arrow feed, you're just going to start getting the new episodes, whether you like it or not. Uh, There should be a seamless transition. (laughs) If you are subscribed to the overall TV show feed, so you get all the different flashcasts, um, you will need to also subscribe to the new show. And of course, because we're a standalone show, that means that you can support us directly with an incomparable membership. You can adjust your... uh, So rather than going to the TV, supporting the TV show, you can support our show directly. And we really appreciate all of your support. I, we get very nice messages from you folks. Uh, and, and we were I'm, always, always completely thrilled to hear that 
people listen to and actually like this show yeah, because yeah, yeah. we love doing it so much yeah and and it's yeah. really nice that so many of you showed up in the chat room tonight to to listen to the live stream so that really means a lot to us and we're that's one reason we're so excited to go on and do a show with a little bit wider view because uh you got you guys have emboldened us so this is your fault is what i'm saying we're <laughs> blaming you uh, uh, and I guess, we are Emiko, and this is this one's on you. Uh, and I guess the the only thing left to announce about this show is, of course, the name of this show. And I'll tell you, we debated it for a long time. Mm. We, mm-hmm. we did. John threw out a lot of a lot of names. He did a lot of like yeoman's work. <laughs> terrible, and terrible names. And it was no, funny. some of them were amazing. It was some so of we, them were yeah, <laughs> but they couldn't be used. The really no. good ones that I came up with um, were not but, usable. <laughs> but it's it's funny because. You know, we read through these and we're like, okay, there's a couple in here that we could work with if we right. really needed to, but we weren't super excited about any of them. Uh, and then I was talking to Jason Snell about our plans to launch the show. And, you know, one of our titles was kind of close. I said, oh, we were joking about this title. Uh, and he's like, well, you know, why don't you just call the show <laughs> Biff? <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> Oh God! Well, how did we miss that? <laughs> so yes, our new show is called Biff, uh, and it will with be an exclamation point with an exclamation point. with an exclamation point, <laughs> with an exclamation point <laughs> and <course>. minimum one, <laughs> maximum <laughs> three. three. Maximum is that three. what we settled on? That's what. Yeah, we said uh, at least is, one, no more than three. No more than no three. More than three. Uh, yeah. It will be launching, as I said, next week on the Incomparable. Uh, look for it in your feeds. We have a Twitter account set up. It is at Biffcast. Uh, and there is actually also an email, uh, which is biff at the incomparable.com. So you can reach out to us in any of those places. And of course, you can always reach out to, to me and Guy and Moltz on Twitter. We are more yes. than happy to hear from you folks. Uh, yeah, it really is. John was not joking. It makes our day. Like we, we, yeah. we text them to each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not all of them, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, sometimes when it's right. particularly every nice. We'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, Somebody likes us. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> and who would have thought? I know a guy dropped into our little shared notes document the origin of Biff, which goes back to season four, episode five, November 6, 2015. So we've got three and a half years on this, on this gag, <laughs> yep. and it hasn't let up yet. Um, so who would have thought so, that would have become the defining aspect of our show? <laughs> We should edit that into either this one or next one. We probably. Would, that sounds like a we lot of like work. To, we would like to thank Biff Conklin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our, our the mascot. Patron, patron saint of this podcast. Patron saint of the podcast. Yeah. All of those things. Uh, I think he is, uh, yeah, he, he's an inspiration to us all, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's where we're going. We hope you'll all follow us to the new show. We'd be delighted to have you there as readers. Uh, keep, keep checking those transcripts. <laughs> Um, and we have been absolutely delighted to to cover Arrow here for the last several years, and we were delighted to finish it out in uh, in style this fall. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's all I that's all I got to say about that. I don't know if you guys want to say anything before we go. Uh, this was the dumbest project that I actually really <laughs> had fun with, and like I started to get actually kind of proud of it. It's it's pretty good. It's been yeah, it's been really fun and stupid, but. <laughs> Mostly, mostly fun. <laughs> mostly, mostly some kind of melange of the two. Mm, yeah, right. I think that's the charm of this podcast. It is. Yeah. It was. The, you know what? Honestly, it's the charm of the CW shows. It's true. A little, little, little bit silly. <laughs> also true. Little, little bit silly. A little bit smart. A little bit heartfelt. You know. 
Which is which is why Legends is so good. Yeah, exactly. right, well, we'll have an yeah. opportunity to talk about some of that too. Uh, yeah, because uh, I imagine we that series wraps up next season wraps up wraps up next week. So I'm sure we will cover it in our in our yeah. superheroes. And I think thing. that I think that's why the latest page is going to be more interesting because there there is a lot of stuff on TV and it will give us an opening to talk about other stuff if right and and we're open to your suggestions too i know there's we tend to watch a lot of stuff already but you know we kind of dip in and out of stuff and we all have different things that we watch and like and and so you know but we're open to to checking out new stuff that people want us to cover so all right we've gone on long enough so uh for this final episode of the aerocast i will for the last time but not really the last time (laughs) i'll bid adieu to my co-hosts uh, John Moltz, thank you so much for being a part of this project, and I really look forward to continuing to podcast with you. Thank you, uh, Dan, and I got to go now to an island um, to resolve my murder lust. <laughs> That's cool. Could you just be back by next week because we got a show? <laughs> oh, I will. I don't think it'll take that long. <laughs> Guy English, it is always a pleasure and a delight to have you to talk to every week. My friends. We've spent five years in hell doing this show. <laughs> We've only been doing it for like three and a half years. No. And, well... It's, it seems like five, though. Yeah. And, uh... Love you. Both of you. Aw. I'm tearing up over here, guys. <laughs> to all... I have been, I have been told. <laughs> to all of our readers, thank you so much. Uh, for me, personally, I love doing this show with these knuckleheads, and I love that anybody <laughs> listens to it. It is a delight and is one of the high points of my week. Uh, and thank you so much for all of your support. You, together with us together collectively we have all saved this city slash podcast uh so thanks for tuning in and we'll let's, see let's you do it. let's do it one last can we do it one last time together yeah all you right ready? we'll see you some we point in the future ready here we go ready We better let Berlanti go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. God, was one of you feeding him? Oh, shit. Well, I he definitely monitor, didn't have a toilet. I think the monitor took him. <laughs> the monitor just took him. <laughs> That's why he that was guy, there. Because that guy's gone now. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't even there for you, Moltz. He was just... Oh, my God. All I've got is a bag of big belly burgers on my desk. <laughs> what? <laughs> I really... And I really should have put a toilet in there. Yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.